Welcome back to the Toolkit Depot studio. Don't forget to shop winter at TKD. A massive game, of course, coming up in Sydney tonight. World Cup semi-final. Matildas versus Lionesses out at Stadium Australia. In uh, or out there, sorry, taking all the action in. Alicia Carnivas. Alicia, welcome. Oh, thanks for having me, Mark. Exciting day, exciting times. And, of course, we can catch the full game on SEN. We'll be covering every kick, every header, every pass, every goal. Hopefully a Sam Kerr and a Mary Fowler goal in there somewhere. Tell us about the atmosphere in Sydney and the build to this game. Oh, look, you can feel it all around all around Sydney. It's definitely buzzing already. And it's, it's a bit rainy and wet and cold down here, but um, certainly you can feel the sense of occasion in and around Sydney. I've already had a heap of people coming up to me in the streets and everyone's just decked out in either their green and gold or their white jerseys of the English. It's, it's fantastic. So what does the weather mean, Alicia? How will it affect the way the game is played? Yeah, just a different, a different, I guess, approach to the game. Obviously, whenever there's a wet pitch, we're going to expect a bit more um, of the game to be slowed down, just out of control, I'd imagine, for both teams. The English, you would say, this is their weather. I feel like it's English weather for an Aussie party, if you ask me. But um, it, it'll just change the tempo of the game, perhaps not as as quick and as frantic as we've seen um, the attacking lines, but maybe a bit more controlled and measured in the passing as well. So the key, I think, is is about how this pitch holds up. If there's too much rain, if it becomes quite slow, or if it ends up being quite quick on the contrary and starts to skid. So they'll figure that out in the warm-up, and then um, on we go. A bit of a, a slower tempo, I'd imagine, though, tonight. What, um, what's the weather forecast to do later in the day? Obviously, it's still early in the piece. Is it clearing or setting in? Apparently it's clearing, but pitch, I'd imagine, will still be a bit damp. So if it does clear later on this afternoon, it won't be till about 3, 4, 5 o'clock. And then at, at that stage, I think it's pretty much been, been rain overnight and still quite cool. So we'll, we'll see how it, how it pans out. So obviously one of the stories of the World Cup so far has been Sam Kerr and her injury and how she's been used since coming back from the injury. How do you expect Tony Gustafsson to use Sam tonight? Yeah, look, I, I actually expect her to start tonight if she's fit and well. Um, my expectation was if, if there's a match to start her in, it will be tonight. But there's a bit of conversation out of the Matildas camp that she won't and that the same strategy will be employed um, like they did against France where she came off the bench quite early in the second half and, and using her more in the later stages of the match than the earlier stages. But if she does come on which we expect that she will. Um, I'd love to see her start tonight against against the English. It's fascinating, isn't it? Because there are two clear um, approaches to this. I mean, if you bring her on after, you get her on against defenders who are hopefully a little bit tired, a little bit fatigued, and her ability to take that half chance may be enhanced. And I guess yep. the flip side of that is what we saw a bit of against France, where there were opportunities to be taken early in the game and we weren't able quite to nail them. And, and so there's that side of it as well. It's a, it's a massive balancing act for Tony Gustafsson, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. And I don't envy his, his job right now and the decision-making that he'll have to make with his team and his medical staff. But I think similarly, those early chances not been taken by the Matildas. I think France were much the same, where they had a few chances that could have put us in positions so where we're actually one nil down quite early. So we just need to be a little bit aware of that and try and keep this match quite tight and neutral until 
perhaps the injection of Sam Kerr or even Courtney Vine off the bench, which which makes such a difference. You can just see the pace um, that, that Tony likes to inject into the match late on. I'm watching this from a distance, Alicia, but I, I do get a sense there are young Matildas that are growing into this tournament and growing as this tournament goes along. I get that sense about Mary Fowler and certainly Courtney Vine's ability to step up and take that moment in the penalty shootout was a little bit of that as well. Are you, are you getting that feeling as well that we are growing and maturing and improving as this tournament goes along? Definitely, definitely. I've been so impressed with, with Mary Fowler. Um, we knew she, she was a talent, but now she's just becoming a star, which is, which is amazing. Um, Claire Hunt is another one. I think she's been absolutely sensational. Her first major tournament, her first real selection um, with the Matildas, only coming in the last few months with the injuries of Alana Kennedy and Claire Polkinghorne. And you'd never, you'd never say she's, she's a freshman to the team. She's been absolutely sublime. And Courtney Vine, need we say more, that, that penalty, cool and as calm as you like on Saturday night in Brisbane. And it is, it's a real, I guess, encouraging factor of this team is that there are some youngsters who've got a lot of leverage and a lot of game time still in them um, coming through the ranks within the Matildas. So it's wonderful. Another one that's caught the eye, Kyra Cooney-Cross. Tell us about her. Yeah. She, she finished the other night with a little bit of a foot problem. Is she okay? Um, because she's yeah. really impressive. Yeah, she's been fantastic. I actually, early in the piece, sort of suggested that she might be one of the young players of the tournament because she is that good. We've seen her here at home with Melbourne Victory before she went overseas to Europe, and, and she's a real standout youngster as well. Haven't heard too much about the ankle. I know she got trod on sort of in around the Achilles area in the match on Saturday, but I say no news is good news because that means there's sort of less chat and less pressure about, about injuries as well. Tell us about England. Who are the threats and how will they play? Yeah, the English are a different, I guess, a different team altogether. They're a little bit more gritty. Um, they like to attack down the flanks. We've seen Rachel Daly and Lucy Bronze. They like to play very similar to us using those wing backs to kind of create an extra attacking layer, if you can call it that, uh, when they do have the ball in possession and they look to move forward. I think Alessia Russo just had quite a quiet tournament um, all, all through the last couple of weeks, but she's one to watch. She's a star um, over now for, for Arsenal. She was with Manchester United, but she was a star in the Euros last year, and I think if there's a match that she could step up for, it's tonight. Um, their captain as well, Millie Bright, she's been sensational all tournament and um, really instrumental in guiding their team. So I think there's a few defensively that we can look out for, and um, uh, Alessio Russo, for me, up top is, is the one to, to really keep an eye on. Who are our keys, do you think? I think we touched on all of them already. <laughs> Mary Fowler, Kyra Cooney-Cross, um, I think Hayley Russell and Caitlin Ford have been outstanding all tournament as well, which is great. And the, the best thing about this Matilda's team at the moment is if we don't have Sam Kerr, we've got Caitlin Ford, we've got Hayley Russell, we've got Mary Fowler, Katrina Gorey. There's some layers and some depth to this starting 11, provided it's kept that way and we expect it to be. So I think um, all around the park, we've got some strengths. But for me, uh, Fowler and Ford have been the standouts and, and probably our biggest threats tonight. Katrina Gorey has been battling a bit of a foot, foot problem for a couple of matches now. How is she? She seems all right. I had a good chat with her mum at the airport on Saturday and all things are well in, in Camp Gorey, from what I've heard. So, um, yeah, Linda was, was kind enough to give me 
a fair bit of time and catch up as as old Queenslanders do and are on the road and all, all looks positive out of out of that camp from what I've heard. But again, I dare say if there are any injuries, they'll be keeping a few things under wraps just to keep some competitive advantage as well against the English. One of the things I reckon from a mental side of this is whether they feel pressure or whether they sense opportunity. What What's the sense you get about this Matildas team? I think it's all opportunity tonight. I don't think there's any pressure. I think most of the pressure would have been absorbed in the result of, of Saturday. Saturday was a real pressure moment, I think, for for football in this country, but particularly that team, the Matildas, um, being in that moment, that was the pressure point. I think from an expectation perspective, in-house semi-finals was always the goal and the belief has always been that once they were here, anything can happen once you're in the top four. Um, so they're here now. So I think it's opportunity and, and all about taking them tonight. And if they're able to do that, gosh, who knows, Sydney on the 20th of August could be green and gold. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. I was in Sydney for the Sydney Olympics and I get the feeling we're dealing with an event of that magnitude now. It, it's a... It's a, it's a massive moment on the Australian sporting landscape, isn't it? Yeah, it is incredibly big and I think bigger than any of us expected it to be. We knew that the World Cup in itself was always going to be big. FIFA always, always deliver in that space and, and obviously what that attracts is, is enormous. But just the way the public have taken on this team and... and we see other codes also joining forces with us for the first time ever. It's been spectacular, and you start to look at that and, and the impact this tournament's having and the impact it's having all around the country, um, not just within the football family and fraternity, but with, with everyone all around Australia. It's just been enormous, and, and we're so happy, and long may it go on. It's awesome. This is the opportunity that soccer or football has, isn't it? It's, it's the one code that can truly unite the country uh, behind a national team because it's the one code that is truly a world game. And I say that as an AFL person, but I, I do get the yeah. feeling that the Socceroos and the Matildas are the two national teams that can absolutely get the entire nation behind them when they're playing in a World Cup. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that and, and appreciate it, Mark, from an AFL person. This is fantastic because, you know, we are a sporting nation and we are so enthusiastic about our sport in Australia, which is a wonderful thing. But one thing I think football, um, I guess, represents all around Australia and for Australians, if you look at the, the football tapestry of representatives, whether it's the Socceroos all the way through to the Matildas, you can actually have a look at essentially Australia's immigration pattern as well. It's one of the few sports that will show you, um, I guess, links to immigration all throughout representation. And I think that's a big, big part of why football unites so many people all around the country. And when, when our teams are going well, everyone's on board. We saw it in 06 with the Socceroos as well. So it's a really, really beautiful part of um, the Australian football fabric. And I think it's something that everyone really, really can enjoy. What's your tip, Alicia? Oh, I don't think I've got extra time in me again after commentating Saturday night. I don't think the heart will take that. I think the Matildas will win 1-0. Let's hope so. Let's hope for a massive party in Sydney in the wake of that. All the best with tonight, and uh, we'll be watching from wherever we are, anywhere in Australia. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Alicia Carnivas, you'll be part of the SEN team, of course, for that massive match out at Stadium Australia, the Women's World Cup semi-final, the Matildas versus the Lionesses. Let's hope we can get through to the World Cup final. What a massive moment that would be on the Australian sporting landscape. You can catch it.
on SEN, every kick, every header, every key moment of that game. What do you think? What will happen? You can have your say on the temper at Bedshed text line, 0487 736 736. You can give us a call on the open line on 13 12 55. We'll be back after the break.